Hello and welcome to the Teeth of Grace. My name is Sarah Schaefer and I'm here today again with my good friend Kathy Loudenberg. We are talking in the past couple episodes we've talked about faith and faithfulness. I shared with you last time about some health issues and scares that came up and turned out to be turned out to be nothing um, for me but a couple days after that Kathy went to the doctor. She started to uh, have to walk her own experience of faithfulness not just and and I think Kathy you've been walking in faithfulness anyway because your health has been something that's just been an ongoing thing throughout your adult life Um, but especially this this season is particularly serious and so I'm thankful that you gosh I just I wish everybody could know and see what I see. Um, hopefully, I'm hoping through the podcast they do see it in you, my friend, that mm-hmm. there is such a heart of just knowing the Lord better and being more and more like Christ that even supersedes some of the worst news you could probably get um, on the planet. And I just, it's such a, a beautiful thing to see how you focus on Him and focus on the positives when it would be so easy to do all those other things we talked about last time of being unfaithful, of being out of sorts and worried and fearful and all of those things. And you just are are rock solid in knowing that he is good to you and that he is good all the time. Well, Sarah, thank you. But really the, you know, the reason for that is certainly nothing within me. It's that suicide attempt. When, when, you've got a knife at your wrist and you're absolutely going to kill yourself. And he interrupted that suicide attempt by my cousin breaking down the door at 10 o'clock at night on my birthday. I hadn't seen her for 12 or 13 years. I mean, that's miraculous intervention. So, um, you know, I wouldn't be here if God hadn't have miraculously intervened in my life. So the bond that that made right back then was, similar you know to Paul on the Damascus Road I mean he was he was he hated Christianity he was out to kill him like anybody else he was watching Stephen get stoned and 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 was cheering cheering it happening and boy then God met him on that Damascus Road and look who Paul Paul became so um I'm blessed to have had a a a tremendous um awakening in the Lord so so he gets he gets all the credit for that Yeah, this has been this has been going on for a while. Um, a ton of memory loss, which is really a, uh, which is really uh, can be dis- disconcerting. I, I, uh, because usually I'm pretty sharp and I can keep things going and I can, but boy, this it's just been um, it's just been kind of a whirlwind the last three months or so. And but but. Can I tell you what just happened? Yeah. yeah. We were going to do Psalm 46, but I just got to tell you what happened. So, so I've, I've been in heart failure for, for five years. I, Dr. Lyle, um, uh, diagnosed me with a stiff heart and I've told you that story that, Oh, doctor, it's not stiff at all. I cry. If I see a chipmunk that's hurt on the road, <laughs> I don't have a stiff heart. It's and soft, I, a soft heart. Yeah, a soft heart. And, uh, it's, it's the, 
left ventricle that doesn't work. It gets hard and stiff and then it can't allow enough blood. So um, I, I have another appointment with him. I have scheduled it and and because uh, I saw my PCP the other day and she really wants me to get after some things. So she told me to go back and see him because there are lots of symptoms that that is increasingly getting bad. So so I I have a an appointment for him uh, in a couple or three days. And so last night I went on and I I just I just thought I would Google. <laughs> this is going to sound so stupid, but it's just how it happened. I was going to Google what is the progression of a stiff heart. What are the symptoms? Yeah. Well, and you know, I've been I've been dealing with these things for quite a long time up here. And um, so anyway, I'm just going to read them. Yeah. Fatigue, reduced exercise ability. And you know that I want to go outside and work like seven hours a day and I can work maybe one and I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. um, feeling your heart beat out of your chest, shortness of breath, swelling in the legs and the ankles, um, fuzzy head, confusion, memory loss, brain uh, fog and blurred vision. And Two weeks ago, I was at my brother's house and my sister and my brother and I were playing cards and I couldn't remember how to play those two games. And I've, I've, I know those games like the back of my hand. So I've been, this has been going on for several months that, oh Lord, am I losing my mind? Mm. Am I, am I in, in a dementia free fall? Mm. Yeah, so, because uh, it's been pretty rapid rapidly progressing for you yes i mean like bam over the last two months three months mm -hmm. but progressively worse so so when i read all of these <laughs> last night when i decided to look at the 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 gradations of a stiff heart that was five years ago that i got diagnosed with it i was thrilled to death because <laughs> I, I i i know you know, I, I don't know how you put up with me, but fuzzy head, confusion, memory loss, brain fog, there was a purpose in it. And, and God is just so good. If we know what's going on, you know, I just wanted to know, I, yeah. I know, but to actually have this diagnosed now is because I can be hard on myself. Come on, Kathy, you know that, you know that, come on, you know. So then I haven't been able to call for my oxygen supplies for couldn't remember the name of the company or the person or the phone number or, 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 or. So I've also been without oxygen with doctor, which Dr. Lyle put me on also five years ago. So this morning I get that call mm. from the gal who does all my oxygen stuff. And she said, you need to go see Dr. Lyle because it's been five years since he put you on oxygen. And every five years you need to reapply. So Medicare plays for it. I said, well, I'm already going to Dr. Lyle. I have an appointment. Well, not with him, but one of his staff. And um, she said, well, good. So the timing, I, I. <laughs> That's amazing. That's awesome Ron, timing. Yeah, Brian and I talk about my why I'm friend, God's fingerprints on our lives. Hmm. And that's what this whole morning's been about. None of this is good news about this heart <laughs> thing, but it was really good news to me that there's a reason. And, and then God, this, it's just the right timing for the Lord when he knows I'm in this quandary and in this in-between place of what is going on with my body and my head, particularly then yeah. this gal calls. And now uh, when I go see his, um, 
uh, on May 3rd when I go see his helper, Dr. Lyle's helper, I can swing right through Lafayette and pick up all my oxygen supplies. Mm -hmm. So I just, he just, uh, if we take time to really um, take account, his fingerprints are all over our lives. Oh, yeah. I think we just stay so busy and so wrapped up. And and I got to the place of, come on, Kathy, you know this. Come on. I got I got to be a little, you know, I can be pretty hard on myself. And um, we've talked about this before. So it wasn't that. God just put, he put together dots today that um, mm. I'm just thrilled. So anyway. <laughs> You're just thrilled. Well, I'm, and- I'm thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that you know, that is helpful. And I, I love, again, how you're focusing on the fact that God was gracious to give you some answers. And it is, it's that unknown thing that can be hard. And yet, even in the unknown that you've been in for a few months, I I love how Martin Lloyd-Jones says it, Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones, who is a, a preacher from Wales in the last century, he would always just call that raw faith. You know, that's what faith is. It's not knowing. It's that unknown place. Yeah. And it's it's scary. And we can um, we can go to that place of berating ourselves or blaming God or whatever it might be. And and yet here God faithfully came and has now at least given you some, you know, some information that huh, brings some clarity that no, you're not going crazy. Um, yeah, that you know. there's a reason for all this. And uh, it's it's that we we did that thing on faith or faithful you know he's he's so faithful and as these things these things are happening they've been happening for five years so i know the tents coming down i know that uh but that doesn't matter the tent is just the shell that houses the spirit what matters is what's What's the Holy Spirit inside in the midst of all these things? It's that list we gave, you know, of stability and certainty and trusting and being quiet. I I mean, I was giddy this morning when all of this (laughs) came together. And last night, I couldn't wait to tell you these eight really bad, um, bad outcomes of a progressing stiff heart. But, but. It, it, it just shed light on right. so that I can be a little more gentle with myself, which I, I, I uh, sometimes am not. And that God's in control and he's with me right smack in the middle of this. And so, um, well, and maybe I know we were talking at one point this past week too, that it's hard to accept help uh, from other people. And, yeah. you know, maybe when you know, it's not that, I'm not willing to walk. It's that my leg is broken, um, <laughs> you know, or, or something like that, that maybe it's a little easier to say, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll take that help from somebody, you know? And um, so I think that, I think all the way around, even though, like you said, it's all bad news, uh, but yet there's a reassurance in there because it's clarifying and, and validating really all that you've been experiencing. So. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, thank you for that talk yesterday about that, because I'm a better caregiver than I am a receiver. I'm, I can be really hard on myself and I'm, I'm, I'm really a better caregiver. Um, 
I am a receiver. So, and you called me on that. So I'm going to work on that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's, it's humbling to be the one who needs no matter what that need might be. It's humbling. And yet it's important, I think, for us to know both sides of giving and receiving. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And in the meantime, um, I know we both have Psalm 40, 46 open, but it's verse 10. I've, I've loved this verse forever, but it's never more appropriate than now. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted on the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us, is with me, is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. That whole psalm is that in the midst of this, for him to just connect all those dots last night and then today with this phone call, it's just, it's, it, the Bible talks about that peace that passes understanding. Mm-hmm. That's yeah what I feel right now, Sarah. Oh, I love this whole Psalm. And oh, so rich. Do, you, do you mind if I read it? No, please. Okay. Because I think that it's helpful to know, the whole context of it, even though that is, that is kind of the, uh, the main verse. And I think the whole thing crescendos up to verse 10, exactly like, that you just read. And I think that's also the verse that I was at a secular store and they had a huge sign that you could put on your wall that just said, be still and no. Well, that's mm. great, but I'm always like, no, what, you know, yeah. <laughs> no, who, no, you know, I think there's, we can't just yeah. have faith to have faith. And, and God, um, as I read this, he really describes who he is. A God yes. of, you know, so listen, if, as you're listening, I just encourage you to think about who God is and yeah. what, what he's revealing about himself. Mm-hmm. Psalm 46, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage. The kingdoms totter. He utters his voice. The earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come, Mm -hmm. behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Mm -hmm. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. If all we had was Psalm 46 to just chew on every day, it would radically change our lives. Mm-hmm. And I love I love verse 5 of where it says, she shall not be moved. You know, that's the solid, that's the solidity, that's the uh, that's the heartbeat of our faithfulness that yeah, yeah. I mean, I you laughed because I thought this was a great list. It is a great list because now I know what's going on. Right. But but it's not, none of it's good news. But 
God promises right there because of who he is. God is in the midst of her, meaning Israel, meaning his, his people, his church. And she, I put in there, I, <laughs> this mm-hmm. morning, after I read all these, uh, these things, I shall not be moved. Right. And there again, there's that sense of faithfulness of it's not about what's going on physically or materially in this world. It's about what's going on in the heavens. He's shaking. He's, t- I mean, yeah. Well, it's not what's going on politically either. It says the nations rage, the kingdoms totter. Exactly. We certainly see that going on over in Eastern Europe right now. Oh my gosh. So I uh, have good friends in Poland, good friends. I taught two kids in Bruno that that was three years I was there teaching and uh, they live just on the border. And I, 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 haven't been able to get a hold of them in any way. So, cause they were getting ready to uh, go into Poland now too. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, all around us, America's falling apart in lots of ways and COVID and there's a thousand things that this, this is so, this is, the whole world is in an upheaval, mm-hmm. but he's not. And if we're his, we're not. Mm. I love that. Well, and the be still, there's so many ways that we could define that in looking up the original Hebrew there. It's to cease, to abate. I, one of my favorites is um, to slacken, mm-hmm. to be slothful, you know, <laughs> just stop, just be yeah. still stop. Uh, one translation actually says, stop it. <laughs> yeah. And, and we need to just stop. And then to know means to observe like yep. to look yes. to realize that. to to yeah. apprehend that it's all about him and he's in control mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and so to be still and know if you know the rest of the verse you know maybe it's fine to have just those four words on your wall but there's a knowing that he is god that he is in control that he is always who he is no matter what is happening <sighs> physically, emotionally, politically, globally, locally, anything. He is who he is. And uh, I'm just, that to me makes all the difference. Well, there's so much peace in that. It just is. It's just, you can exhale. Mm -hmm. And, And it's interesting that it's in the command. It's in the imperative. He's not suggesting that we do this. It's Mm -hmm. a command. Mm -hmm. Um, We talked about that too of just uh what what we put our eyes on and what we put do i have faith yes but am i faithful to his command so yeah beautiful Mm -hmm. beautiful psalm yeah well kathy i appreciate you sharing just sort of uh well i i figured you were bubbling over so much when you and i had talked offline this morning (laughs) uh, that we'd be sharing this on the podcast as well but it really is a blessing for you to share your troubles with us because we all have troubles, whether yeah. it's a stiff heart in that is not getting blood and all these symptoms that then come along with it and, uh, and the progression of that, or whether it's whatever our listeners are going through, yeah. it might be financial or relational, whatever it might be we all need to know that God is in control and that he's got us and we can be still before him. Yeah. 
Amen. Well, listeners, thanks for joining us today. We're just going to keep it short and sweet, as short and sweet as we can do anyway. Right, <laughs> Especially when I'm effusive with all of this great <laughs> news this morning. <laughs> but thanks for joining us. We pray that you would reach out if you want somebody to pray for you. And you can always contact us. I'm at Sarah, S-A-R-A, at theteethofgrace.com. Kathy can be reached at K-A-T-H-Y at theteethofgrace.com. Not only would we be happy to pray for you, we'd be happy if you were encouraged at all by this or other podcasts, if you'd share it with somebody you know today. Pass on the word. Obviously, this is something that we do simply to encourage and exhort and hopefully help the church to grow up and be built up in Christ. So we love you and we will hopefully talk again soon, Kathy. So yeah. Yeah. until next time. Yeah. God bless. <laughs>